Hey, it's Bill Simmons from The Ringer, and this is a podcast called The Rewatchables. We have been doing it really since 2017. It started with how much we love the movie Heat. We decided to structure a whole podcast with categories, most rewatchable scene, who won the movie, Apex Mountain, what age the best. But here's the thing. If you want the full archive, you can hear them only on Spotify for free, by the way. So make sure to follow The Rewatchables on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Hello and welcome to Tea Time. This is a pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Kate Hallowell. I'm Kaya McMullen, filling in for Liz Kelly. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with the biggest things we missed, Michael Rubin's white party and Kim's poolside hummus. Mm. We missed lots of things last week. We were off uh, for, you know, just a casual reason, <laughs> attending the beautiful wedding of Liz Kelly and Craig Horlbeck. A true ringer romance. Had a great time in Ojai. Uh, mm-hmm. And she is gone this week on her little mini moon, little honeymoon in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And Love it. Yeah. And we're just going to talk about some pop culture without her. But obviously, that was the biggest relationship news of <laughs> yes. the week, of the month, of <laughs> the year. One. So, of this uh, pod's history, potentially. Literally, of, of the ringer's history, no doubt. No it's doubt. So bigger bigger than Kim so and Pete, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so we are going to check in with all the other things that we missed, uh, although that was clearly the biggest. First of all, Speak Now, re-release. Taylor Swift uh, released her newest, you know, Taylor's version. Our very own Kai McMullen produces the Every Single Album mm-hmm. podcast. They did a Don't deep dive. Deep, deep dive got this a week. Full- Two-hour breakdown for you over there. They sure did. And they, Damn. of course, she, she released that on the weekend of Liz's wedding, which was like, can you please respect Tea Time? As She's on the Tea Time feud list now. Uh, yeah. Just for that. Like, can you give Liz her moment, please? Uh, mm-hmm. Free Kaya. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, in Taylor Swift news, first of all, I feel like the Speak Now re-release was kind of quiet. Like, the red one was like, Ugh! and this one was like, well, it's out. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> did a lot less promo for this one than yeah. she did for I would say she's done the most promo for Red. She did right. the SNL appearance. She yeah. did like late night talk shows. She, did she had all that book. merch, right? Yeah. She had and all like that the extra all too well, the 10 minute yeah. the panels, yeah. but directing exactly. and all that. She's a yeah, director exactly. now. Yeah. Right. 
Exactly. Right. Oh, right. She did like a whole screening for All yeah. Too Well, blah, blah, blah. This one, I feel like, was definitely quieter. She yeah. mostly did um, a lot of tour promo. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess right. she's busy. That's fair. She is busy. She, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, too, like, and I feel like a lot, honestly, I feel like it was kind of a quiet holiday weekend minus something that we'll get into later yes. in the podcast. Yeah. But I feel like it was kind of a quiet, like, 4th of July. Right. Yeah. Normally, if we skip two weeks and, like, there's a, especially when there's a holiday where, like, celebrities are out doing things mm-hmm. uh, publicly, mm-hmm. it normally is bigger. But, yeah, it was pretty quiet. However, Taylor was not too busy <laughs> to bring back her iconic 4th of July party. Oh. This is the first one in a long time. Well, uh, yeah. Her first sort of public one since 2016. We've done podcasts. We did a podcast with Nora several years ago mm-hmm. on just like sort of the timeline, the evolution of her 4th of July parties. And uh, she threw another one this year with sort of like just some classic squad members. Uh, yeah, she it was it. definitely scaled back. It Definitely, for sure. Close and friends like, only. She's wearing like a mm. pink bikini in this mm. Instagram post, which I was like, that previously would have been unheard of. You have to wear <laughs> red, white, or blue yeah. government assigned swimsuits. <laughs> if you show up in another color, like you're not allowed in. Uh, she literally has a pink, like mauve bikini top on in this picture. Everyone else is wearing black or blue or red. Uh, yeah. But she's wearing pink. Which I was like, that Loki faux pas. Like, this is the only holiday where you have to wear a red swimsuit. I don't make the rules. I know. She's wearing Come a on. yellow dress. That's so true. In these other pictures. I, this clearly, like, she plans out her outfits. Like, so this is some sort of statement. I don't know. She does finally have that a blue dress funny. on in the last one. But I was like, what does this mean? Are, is this like a anti-American statement? What are you making? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Are you fed up with America? I don't know. But yeah, I thought Sorry. that was interesting. Uh, the attendees, pretty classic. We've got the Hyam sisters. Uh, Selena Gomez, exciting addition. Exciting uh, addition, really good. Yeah. Also, I have a question. Do you think Nicola Peltz was like, "You gotta get me in. You oh. gotta get me in," <laughs> and yeah. then she was rejected? Only one hundred percent. Nicola yeah. was like, "Selena, do you like? Think you can get like a plus one? I mean, like, I don't even have to bring Brooklyn with me. <laughs> right? Like, I can just guy. go by myself. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, "Do they need a personal chef? Because I know one. Like, do you need someone to work the grill <laughs> and do a really bad job?" Because I have someone available. Uh, I also think like maybe like Nicola Peltz would like had like a competing like weekend invite, you know, like yeah, she's like, come probably. on our yacht. And Selena was like, I'm busy, actually. Uh, Shoot. This was exciting, though. The classic like film pictures. They're eating a rocket pop. Mm. They're hugging. They've mm. got just all the girls together. Uh, I know. Yeah. It feels good. It feels like old times. Yeah, I mean, it's a post-Joe Alwyn era that we're in, so. (laughs) It's true. Back to the classics. We're going back to to the classics. The classics. Really exciting. to be here, yeah. Yes. Um, In other big things, you know, quote, unquote, big. This was big. This was all over the internet. And we love Kiki Palmer. I feel like this ignited like a Twitter moment. We really rallied to defend her uh, whenever we need to. Absolutely. And this week, this week, everyone needed to because she was in Vegas uh, at Usher's residency my cousin also just went to this for her 30th Ooh. birthday. Said it was life-changing. Oh, wow. Uh, listen, sometimes girls just want to go to Vegas and be serenaded by Usher. And that's exactly <laughs> what Kiki Palmer did. Usher and was that's like, their right. Exactly. All upon her. Heck she yeah. was having the time of her life, literally being serenaded six inches away from by Usher. And it's just amazing. Like, you have to let her have this moment, you know? Yes. And her, the father exactly. of her child, her boyfriend, possibly ex-boyfriend, I'll get into it in a second. <laughs> Quote tweeted this video of her and Usher. Again, having an intimate moment. Like, let her live. 
This is exactly. so important. It's uh, Usher. It's yeah, Usher. It's Usher. Come she, on. She's a new mom. Come on. Let her exactly. Have some fun. And that's exactly what he said. He said, it's the outfit, though. You a mom. She's oh wearing my God. not even that scandalous an outfit. It's literally, literally a black bodysuit dress exactly. under a sheer dress. Like she looks so good, too. You see girls in this at fucking Harry Styles concerts. I don't know. I've seen it's, girls in less at Harry Styles concerts. Oh, for sure. Like it's, it's literally not that revealing at all. And not at all. 10,000 people have quote tweeted him angry about this. <laughs> That's never a good sign. Uh, she actually also addressed it. She was in a being interviewed for the, a profile on the cut while this happened the day of this, she was like being photographed Ooh. and like doing this interview and like it hadn't really blown up yet, but like it was starting to blow up. So they address it in this piece. And she said, do you new moms? Do you? She was like, girl, if there's one person on this earth that loves you for sure, it's that baby. Be happy because there's no Aww. love like it. Someone Aww. loving you like that. Hell, who cares? I was like, oh, Kiki. That's Kiki. so true. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. And she like just talks about like being self-conscious about her appearance and like getting more powerful and like leaning into her like new body. And uh, now there's like been some drama where like he deleted his Twitter. He put it back. Uh, he and Kiki have unfollowed each other on social media. Good. Uh, and I, I can't tell if they've broken up over this, if they'd already broken up, if this is just like for show and following each other. I'm not sure. Yeah. That is I interesting. Like, I hadn't considered that they might have already been broken up. I yeah, was I thinking that this was like the catalyst for it. And I was like, Kiki, if you don't dump this man. I would dump him over ASAP. this. But I don't know if like it. I don't know. It also it, seems like something where like they could still be together. Just like laugh about it and then move on. You know, I, I, I kind of yeah. don't think they're broken up, actually. Really? <sighs> you don't think so? I don't know. The, I, don't, I feel like this was pretty like bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like. This it man was, got up on the internet yeah. and insulted Kiki Palmer. I mean, I agree. But I also feel like, I don't know. If you're with a man yeah. like that, you know already that he feels that way about women. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No shade to Kiki. Kiki. Dump, dump him, please. Him. Dump but him. I don't know. Oh that I don't know that this has already happened. We'll see. We'll see. Let's hope. I'm Let's rooting hope. for her to dump him for sure. Um. All right. Talk okay. to me about Courtney and Kim. This will be brief. Again, pretty. I feel like pretty quiet Fourth of July. Like a, a couple things kind of went viral on Twitter. One of which was this video from one of the more recent episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where, or I guess it's just the Kardashians now. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, where Kim is like explaining her and Courtney's like feud that is kind of like a major plot point of this season, right, Amelia? Yes, yes. Huge and plot point. <laughs> she, and so basically, Kim is asked to do some stuff with Dolce & Gabbana like only a couple months after um, Courtney was, her, I guess, did her own like wedding stuff with, but just with Dolce, not with Gabbana. She just did a Dolce wedding. I didn't know that they separated. Sometimes. I guess they do. Yeah, this is, was news to me as well. But <laughs> And then so Courtney's like, Kim, like, I really feel like you're stealing my thunder here. And then Kim's like, but this is just such an amazing opportunity for me. And <laughs> this is so good. Yes. And it's like, that, I that, the impression is incredible. I really Yeah. Good. And so I, the other day I was, you know, bored and scrolling Hulu and looking for something to watch. And so yeah. I was like, I guess, like, I feel like I've heard that this season of the Kardashians. It is. is Amelia, is it? Is it? Okay, well, I mean, I there were some okay, but seriously, season two was so bad. It was just <laughs> purely PR in a way that was like, oh my 
God, disgusting. So it's better. I, one of the, the bar first is low, episodes of the Kardashians, one of the episodes I watched, they literally spent 15 minutes on a scene of Kendall teaching Kylie how okay, to drive no. stick. Yes, you're you're absolutely correct with that. <laughs> that pissed me off. I was like, I don't care about the anytime Kylie and Kendall are in a scene, it, it gives nothing. They have never no. served no. anything in their life. It's no. just no. Sad. It cannot be like more bland the two of them together. Horrible, horrible. <sighs> but wow. yeah, I mean that's the kind of the, the extent of the few people will just kind of like this is a very sister thing to fight over, and yeah, yeah. it is. So I guess relatable ish ish of them. <laughs> and I'm on yeah, I'm exactly. on Kim's side. Courtney's just so me annoying. too. Everyone's out on Courtney right now, which seems fair. <sighs> oh, and Kim is like, Courtney, you don't even like, what did she say? She was like, oh, you have like this punk rock identity right now. And like, I guess that's cool. <laughs> and Courtney's like, yeah, oh. she was like, yeah, no one's copying that style. And she's like, oh, <laughs> I mean, fair. That, we- that wedding style was I tough. mean, except and then Courtney did this whole thing where she's like, I'm living the Dolce Vita life. I've lived the Dolce Vita life the past five summers. And then it's this whole thing. And then Kim goes, my favorite part of the episode where she goes, you stole, where did I have my wedding to Kanye in Italy? And she's like, you stole my fucking wedding country. It's a country. What? (laughs) It's like, these two are just like, they're not relatable anymore. Those are, that's just sisters though. It is, it is. It is. It is. I'm going to go get yeah. married in Scotland and my brother's going to be really pissed. <laughs> yes, uh, you do that. You, you do yeah. that. Uh, all right, Amelia, what else did we miss? We also missed, you know, the uh, iconic song, Year 3000, uh, mm, yes. from the Jonas Brothers, which we all love, right? Okay. Yes. Um, well, from at Kelly Stats, which I think is not an American website because the grammar is off, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have learned, it is confirmed Quote confirmed. Jonas Brothers' seventh studio album doesn't outsold Kelly Clarkson. Unquote. So even though the year 3000 said that their seventh album had outsold Kelly Clarkson, guess what? According to the chart data, that's a verified account, even though I know Twitter. That one's legit. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Um, It turns out that the Jonas Brothers album sold 52,000 whereas Kelly Clarkson's album sold 53,000. So wow, close. They, I know, very close. Dang. I know. And uh sorry, they predicted wrong. So second okay, Jonas first Brothers. Of all, we predict things wrong all the time, so like fair to them. <laughs> uh, however, true. we would never bet against Kelly Clarkson. That's the difference never. between Tea Time mm-hmm. and the Jonas Brothers. And I definitely have been streaming this Kelly Clarkson album, not the Jonas Brothers. So like, okay, first of all, and you like it, right? You're welcome to Kelly. It is good. It took me a couple listens because it's like slightly different vibe than the usual ones, but there are some mm. real standouts. I like High Road. Uh, if Ooh, anyone wants okay. to listen to that one, pretty good. Again, after you finish listening to this podcast, then go listen to High Road. Gotta admit, <laughs> I did not even know this album was out yet, but I will it go. It is out. But now and you know. Good. Now I know. Uh, <laughs> exactly. All right, Amelia, huge news. Last one in this category. This is huge news. Um, Kaya, did you throw this in here for me? I did, and then I assigned it to you, so you're Thank welcome. Thank you. Yes, I, I love you for this. Um, okay, so while I think, did this happen when we were in Ohio, we were on the like, road to Ohio. Yeah. We were on the yeah. road. Okay. We were, yeah. Amelia was Actually, like, yes. oh my God, did you see this? And I was like, see what? And then she was no, reading I to was me about like, Greasy Bear. 
Oh, and then I texted. She was the looking group. at your text. Yeah, yeah. Kaya was the first one. And then this, shockingly, sure. I got like a Liz Kelly like ha ha, and I was like, shouldn't you be like preparing for your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> like the night before. She, I mean, listen, Gracie Bear news takes precedence over everything. Yeah, that just shows you how dedicated she is. Um, exactly. Yeah. So it turns out, if you remember, Ashley Benson, remember the Cara Delevingne sex bench? She had Never that. Forget. Um, Never forget. Never forget. I think she had a little dalliance with G Easy. If I yeah. she did, tough yeah. taste, chaotic taste, t- extremely <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, and then she was spotted. I think back in like uh, February or something with oil air and just unctuous person. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Davis, who is, if you know, you know, he was best friends with Paris Hilton in the 2000s. He's still best friends with her. I think they were recently pictured at Disneyland. Anyway, Hmm. turns out Greasy Bear, Brandon Davis, is now engaged to Ashley Benson. Sure. Wild. This feels very much to me like I don't even know if this was like a rebound, but it's like it give it's giving rebound vibes. Yeah. And it's like when you have like a friend who like rebounds with a guy and you're like, okay, okay. And then they're like, oh no, you're going to stay with him like permanently. Oh, oh yeah. I, there are just some people where it's just like your taste in partners is so chaotic and consistently chaotic. And I just am kind of in awe of this TBH. Yeah, (laughs) me too. The ring is ginormous. It literally takes up like half of her finger. Damn. Well, well, he is super rich. He's super yeah. rich. So, so, I mean, the ring has to be big to, you know, fill the hole of the sex bench in her heart. You know? <laughs> but that's uh, a great point. You take what you can get, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I know. I just I don't understand. I mean, again, he's been pictured out with a lot of famous women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just I don't it pays to be rich. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day. <laughs> That's really kind of the theme of this podcast, actually. Uh, looking at some of the other things we're talking about. Um, all right, let's get into the mishmash category Aww. this week. In pretty much mostly not worth the tea. Some social media, some miscellaneous. Oh, this is worth the tea. No, <laughs> this is this is tough. Uh, the trailer for Wonka came out this week, and here here's my thinking. I think the Timmy backlash is about to begin with this movie. Really. I do. It doesn't look that bad, but I think people are already like kind of sick of him and think he's overrated. And uh, with between this and like dating Kylie and just like letting his fuck boy tendencies win. Forgot about that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, what is he going to do? Like on the press tour for Wonka to like win people over? What's he going to be wearing on the red carpet? You know, it's not like (sighs) Dune 2 where it's like he's going to be out there smizing with Zendaya and like win people back. I just don't know. How is the go? Dune the Dune press tour? It's almost going to be happening like simultaneously. Yeah, they're very close Ooh, uh, with this one. Yeah, I so just I don't confused. know. Maybe he can ride the coattails of that, Maybe. and people will be a but little I bit. I also more, think I'm like it's going to be by a literally lot, wearing a lot coattails. Of Timmy. It's going to be a lot of Timmy between this and Dune, wow. and people are going to be sick of him. I just fear. True. Here's what I, I think. I think the Timmy backlash is coming. I think it will be swift and merciless. However, <laughs> I think if we this, and I did tweet this. I think if Timmy's strongest soldiers. If we stand by him, we see it through. <laughs> Sorry. In a couple years, he will make his prestige comeback. He will okay. have his like early to mid career chalassance. Chalamassance. We'll I workshop like, that. We have time. That's good. And then he'll win an Oscar and people will be like, I was in on him this whole time. You know? And I think we just need to see it through. I think we're going to have some a couple years where it's tough. And then I think Starting he'll come now. back and we'll be like, you know who was always great? 
Timothy Chalamet. Now, I did tweet this and I did, the fans were behind me and then they were mad at me because I <laughs> tweeted this. That always happens with you, doesn't it? It does. I tweet, it's been a while since I've pissed off the Timmy stands. It feels like old times. Uh, That's true. So I tweeted this and they were like, yes, Queen, we're with you. But then I think a lot of them thought that I meant he was going to win an Oscar for Wonka. Oh, and so I got enough no. replies oh, 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 saying that, sorry, that I felt no. the need, I felt the need to clarify. So I replied and I said, I want Uh-oh. to be clear that I did not mean that he will win an Oscar for Wonka. <laughs> Wonka will lead to his downfall and flop era and then he'll make his comeback and win an Oscar oh. like several years down the line. So then they got mad. They were like, oh, I just unliked it. Like, oh, I was with you until you said this. I was like, guys, I don't. Guys, he's not going to win an Oscar. I mean, yeah, that's a little Wonka. Like, yeah. So I eventually had to mute the tweet because I was like, this has gone beyond me. Okay, um, my God. Kate, never mess with the stands. But, <laughs> yes, much like precisely. much like the Jonas Brothers predicting uh, that they'll outsell Kelly Clarkson. I do think I do not think that he will win an Oscar for this, but I think no. uh, I think this will be bad and embarrassing for him. And then I think he'll come really? back. I saw this trailer and I was like, you know what? This is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I will say that. It's and like I, a kid's movie. I think that's, I think I like movie. this pivot for him. I'm like, you know what? Show yeah. them you could do kids movies. Honestly, like he's not not pulling it off. Yeah. I just fear, no. I fear that it's too much Timmy. Uh, okay. And Does also, he sing we, in this? Apparently, yes. Apparently okay. they cast him after watching his videos <laughs> yeah, online. The statistics. The okay. statistics rap and right. the other videos that exist of him singing and dancing. Absolutely. Uh, and also we haven't even mentioned the uh, Hugh Grant Oompa Loompa, mm, which yeah. is horrifying. Uh, the stuff of nightmares. Honestly, though, like I watched this trailer and I was like, eh, eh. And then I got to the Hugh Grant Oompa Loompa and I was like, that could be fun. That could be <laughs> yeah. funny. People are like, what if it's like Paddington? Like we all thought Paddington looked crazy until we saw right. it. It's the same director, I just, right? Mm-hmm. I, and that's, I guess, why Hugh Grant decided to do this because he's a big oh, know, Paddington head. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to keep my expectations very low. I'm going to okay. prepare to weather the storm. Sure. And if he exceeds expectations, great. Um, God gives I his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. <laughs> exactly. And if he so wins an Oscar true. for this, then I will delete that tweet and the fans will be right. Um, Sure. But yeah, let's we'll hope. see. We'll see. All I right. I think it'll be good. I don't know. Um, you I know appreciate your faith. I appreciate your faith. Yeah, yeah, anytime. You know what else I think will be good? Uh, Britney what? Spears' new memoir, which she was like, guess what? I'm dropping a memoir and it's coming out. Hell yeah. Uh, mark your calendars for October 24th. It's called The Woman in Me. And it's nice. got like a cover and she's like topless holding herself. And you're like, oh my God, she looks so good. Um, I think this is an old photo, but that's okay. Uh, and I am so excited. I'm so excited. And I, I don't know what to say other than like, this, I'm pre-ordering. Yeah, yes, this is going to be juicy. I feel like this has been so long anticipated. Yes. Yes. So I hope hope she does get to use emojis in it. Her favorite form of She's got to use at least, get to use like Like a couple. Come on. Please let her. Her It has to sound like her. It has to sound like her. (laughs) That's so true. Uh, (laughs) All right. What else, Next up. So (laughs) as part of the Speak Now press tour, or I guess release, which we talked about earlier, um, Taylor Swift released a video, a music video for this vault track called I Can See You. And the music video features Joey King and Taylor Lautner. <laughs> I don't really actually know where Joey King um, comes into this. I like get the Taylor Lautner connection because he was right. like, about back to December was about him. I'm not 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sure she loves joking. to cast just like the up and coming Netflix girlies. She does. You know? She yeah. loves putting her little hooks into like, these young women. <laughs> yeah, which it's is the fine. future I mean, generations of yeah, the squad. Yeah, so she can she can kind of like keep eyes on them. She's you know? like this album cycles Sadie Sink or something. Yeah, Anyways. she's like a talent recruiter. You know, <laughs> so and at one of her shows in Kansas City, uh, she brought out Joey King, and then she also brought out Taylor Lautner. And Taylor Lautner mm. like runs on stage and then does like a handspring backflip <laughs> and then he gets the bike and he's like honestly like that backflip like wasn't even planned like I was just like feeling it like blah blah I'm uh-huh. like all right sure. sure just came out of me okay <laughs> as backflips do okay. sure and I guess like I did when I watched that I didn't realize like I guess backflips are like kind of his thing like he just like mm. loves to like backflip, and I feel like you know maybe he was like I guess I'm not like a super talented actor. Okay, um, <laughs> I need so to like, diversify my income. I'm I gonna need, get really like, good at backflips. I need a thing, and so like I guess I'll just make like doing backflips my thing. Um, sure. Because okay, he did a backflip in Valentine's Day. Guys, oh remember? my god, okay. cringe mode. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And so I guess that was kind of like the Easter egg, like the callback. Ooh, but then right. also, oh, okay. He did a backflip in Grown Ups 2. And it's like a joke. It's like, why is that kid over there doing like 11 backflips? Oh, my God. He I'm did Googling a, it now and really... he's done so many, Kyle. <laughs> he's done so many. <laughs> Sorry, that's really funny. I feel like he definitely had to do a backflip somewhere in Twilight. I don't really. I, there's a literally a video of him midair shirtless in the woods. It has to be Twilight. Ha- has Taylor to be, yeah. practicing backflips behind the scenes of New Moon. So if yeah. it, even if it didn't make the cut, he was, he was doing still it. doing still it. He there. was doing backflips on the set of Twilight. <laughs> Practicing his craft. When it's he recorded. did his SNL monologue, yep. um, he did a backflip. <laughs> Dude, there is not a single picture on Google Images of this man upright. Yeah, he just... <laughs> In varying blurry shades of midair. He's like, let me just learn like one acrobatic skill and then just like execute, execute. Okay. Wow. Wow. I mean, good for him, I guess. I yeah, hope he doesn't, Sure, you know, hurt himself. Uh, but it's good to have a thing. I mean, he's, he seems to have it like pretty down. He's got you know? it down. I don't know if that's something you like need to maintain or it's just like something like. <laughs> that's a that, great like, question. Like riding a bike, you, you can just like, do it forever. Do. That's yeah. a really yeah. great question. Wow. Well, I'm sure he'll let us know in 20 years when he's still doing them. Oh, Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> On his podcast with his wife. Also, <laughs> Taze Lautner. Oh, wow. my God. All right. Let's. Ooh, some Barbie. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit of Barbie. I just want to mention, and now they deleted this post for some, I don't know why they probably- Oh yeah, I saw that. I went to click on it last night and I was like, why is this Instagram post deleted? I know, it's deleted, but it was Duolingo as- as we all know, freaking Duolingo. Um, that freaking bird. And that freaking potato bodied bird. And <laughs> it's back on the red carpet. Hey, don't body shame the Duolingo bird. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But um, so the Duolingo bird showed up as uh, it is wont to do at the Barbie <laughs> premiere in LA. And it's wearing the same exact outfit that Margot Robbie wears where she's like, it's um, the country outfit where she's like, I'm a country movie. Barbie. Yes. And it's got a little white hat with like really stringy blonde. Like, I don't know how they got this wig. It's huge. I, it's, I don't know. But this bird is in the same exact outfit. It's incredible. Oh, wow. wow. The Western this, Barbie. This Western Barbie really does yeah. show up everywhere. It was just on like Cornelia Street. It's yep. Right. Really <laughs> dialed in. And now it's here. So, um, yeah. 
I don't know. I would love to get an interview with the Duolingo marketing team. If anybody on that their side is listening to Tea Time, then <laughs> uh, please. Yeah. They seem interested in you. everything we're interested in. So apparently, they are. apparently. Uh, Kaya, any other notable moments from the Barbie premiere? I mean, it's just, you know, it's Barbie press season right now. It's They're out. Stuff. The premieres, both the world premiere and the London premiere happen later or happen this week. Later in this podcast, I have another Barbie related question. I just have, I have Barbie on my mind. Don't um, we all? Don't we all? It's kind of inescapable at this moment. Um, true. Margot Robbie's looking incredible. I really loved her looks for both the world and the yes London premiere. And then just like, honestly, the whole cast, like I love a coordinated premiere yes. moment. Yes. Um, the Barbie cosplay, like when she's like picking different yes. Barbies to like do the so good. From. And then really even good. did you see that the um, chicken chop girl, yeah. Amelia, Amelia uh, DeMold and yep. Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to try to pronounce that last <laughs> name. No offense yeah. to her, but um, she went as like a newscaster Barbie, which I so love. Good. I oh, think that's, that's a good. great idea. Yeah, that really is good. great. That is good. I will say quick victory lap for tea time because people online for the past couple weeks have been like, it's too much Barbie. Like we said, we talked about, you know, is it too mm-hmm. much Barbie? Are we just locked in the echo chamber? And I think people are, are are pretty much like it's been too much Barbie. Oh. And I want to say that yeah. when we first talked the first couple of weeks when those rollerblading pictures came out, those like first set pics came out. Yes. Yes. Someone, I think all of us generally on the podcast were like, we have to pace ourselves. Right. Because like it's too early to get too early. so excited too about this. Early. We can't be talking about this every single week. It was like, right. It was like last fall. We were like, are people going to go as Barbie for Halloween? And then we're like, we have to wait Gotta because we're going to get sick of it if we start now and we don't stop until July, 2023. And now right. it's like, look at us now. Here we mm-hmm. are. People are, people sick, are of sick of it. Yeah, so, I feel like I've it. already seen like half this movie. That's yeah, <laughs> I know. What's with that? Stop releasing so clips. True. Stop I releasing trailers. I have, have stopped watching them because I'm like, I yeah. want to enjoy this in I the sanctity be surprised. of the theater. Yes, yeah, exactly. As God intended. Sure. Also, just got to say too, uh, Dua Lipa, slang, crushing it, crushing also, it. Also, when Gorgeous. you said when you Stunning. said Dua Duolingo, I was like, that's a good like, you know, Dua Peep <laughs> oh, alternate. My. Like, because I thought for a second you were saying Dua, Dua Lipa and you're saying Duolingo, and I was like, Whoa. I didn't think of that. Oh yeah, my gosh, they Duolingo. They if you're listening, you should totally get her to do Come something on. for yeah. you. Yeah, please collab. She's probably too expensive, but <sighs> well. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows what kind of money Duolingo <laughs> yeah. has going on? They're out there. They are. they are. They are. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 
miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, let's investigate probably the biggest celebrity happening yeah. that we missed uh, over yeah. the past few weeks. Michael Rubin's white party. Amelia did a lot of research on this. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of hand it over and let you just talk us through it. Sure. I mean, feel free to chime in whenever. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do know that back in the day, Diddy, is that what, is that his name now? Yeah, I, I don't even Diddy know now, at this yeah. point. Okay, just Diddy. Because I know it was P. Diddy for a while. And yeah, obviously there were other iterations. But he had a white party that started in the 90s. And the last one was held in 2009. But that's kind of... I think where it kind of got started and it was, um, I think it was a Labor Day party or a Memorial Mm. Day, whatever Mm. day the one later in the summer is. Um, And yeah, and people just kind of, it was interesting because this was like, you know, the 90s were big for hip hop uh, and hip hop artists were making a lot of money. And so this is from The Atlantic, quote, against the cultural landscape of the late 90s America, the simple fact of a black music executive coming to the predominantly white Hamptons was presented as a spectacle. So it was kind of like, yeah, you know, we're here and we can also um, throw parties and, uh, you know, do as they mentioned Jay Gatsby in this article. Mm. Mm. Uh, And it's just, yeah, it was kind of a way to show like, you know, this isn't just like for old white people, like Mm -hmm. the Hamptons can be cool and we can have uh, property here as well. So it was. And now it's been co-opted by a white guy. (laughs) (laughs) History. That's how it goes. So was this in the, was Michael Rubin's party in the Hamptons as well? I have not. This is like you educating me because I was confused by this. Okay. It is. Yeah. At his like $50 million home. And I guess. And who is Michael Rubin was my main question. Yes. He is a billionaire, obviously, uh, who (laughs) founded the brand Fanatics, which is Mm. this from the New York Times, a company that manufactures and sells licensed merchandise online to fans of professional sports teams and more than 150 U.S. college athletic programs. So I think Fanatics is just like that website where you go if you want to buy sports merch, which is crazy that someone became a billionaire off of that. I I hate my life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he held his first white party in 2021. And again, the white party is like literally everyone has to wear white. Like if you show Mm. up in cream, you're out. Do not even (laughs) think about coming to this goddamn party. Uh, Um, So anyway, Michael Rubin, he he held his first party two years ago. And then uh, I guess it's just 
in the past two years has become this bigger uh, thing. Mm. And he also, I just want to make this known, held a minority share in both the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils, but had to part ways because of a conflict of interest when Fanatics expansion uh, oh. came into sports betting. So now mm. they're in the sports betting arena too, apparently. Who is um, that's where the money's coming from? Yes, exactly. But this is <laughs> and all that to explains say, the heavy sports presence. Exactly. At the party, right? Exactly. Which, cause I was looking at these photos. I was like, God, there's a lot of random athletes at this party. Mm-hmm. Just so many. So yes. Do we want to get into notable attendees? Let's, Let's talk about the, it. mostly the non-athletes that we care about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Damn, there's, um, there are some famous people here. Yeah, I, I feel like we don't. I feel like this is an anomaly. Like I feel like we don't get this caliber of right. celebrity parties anymore. Like aside yes. from like a Vanity Fair like after party, but that yeah. doesn't really count. No, right? This is crazy. Totally. All right, rattle it off. Let's go. All right, this is the list of quote notable attendees. This is not everyone. Obviously, this is like the famous ones, the big famous this is who ones. We care the big about. ones. Uh, yeah, exactly. Beyonce, Jay Z. Kim Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, Leo DiCaprio, wow. J-Lo, Ben Affleck, Travis Scott, Justin Bieber, Haley Bieber, Kevin Hart, DJ Khaled. Sorry, I tried to do his little thing. It didn't work. <laughs> no, that was, that was uh, good. That was good. DJ. Oh, he's on here twice. I love oh, that. Oops, uh, that was Tom my Brady. Bad. I, think I <laughs> just loved him so much. <laughs> Emily Ratajkowski, Kenny Chesney, Usher, wow. Neo, Jack Harlow, Meek Mill, and DJ Khaled again. <laughs> That's quite the list. <laughs> that, that is a list. Okay. Yeah. That Anybody, is a lot. I think what takes this party to the next level is Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yes. Like, yes. Correct. That's what made me pay attention. I was like, why is Beyonce leaving her house? <laughs> yes. where, where would Beyonce leave her house for? Also, like, she's busy, <laughs> too. Point. She's also on she's tour. She's so busy. So, like, that's yeah. a great point. I she's not, like, that. bored at home. You no. know? No. This is, like, definitely... This is heavy hitters. And also, like, yeah, because you're right. You get, like, Kim, you get Leo, you get J-Lo sure. and Ben. Like, they're Leo's out, out about. There. Yeah. But right, to yeah. put all of these they people together with Jay-Z and Beyonce, that suddenly makes it, like, a it's big true. deal. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, can we talk about Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady for a second? Yes, yes. please. Please. Okay, so we've talked previously about, like, rumors that they were potentially, like, talking. Mm. Uh, we so talked excited. about how this couple, like, weirdly kind of makes sense. Should it happen? Yes. Um, and there were a lot of rumors that he was hanging out with Kim at this party. There was one picture from the side on Dumois <laughs> of like the his back and her butt like coming out from like <laughs> a tree behind like, him. Yes. It's like if Kim Kardashian tried to hide behind a tree, like the things that would emerge, <laughs> like that's what you can see basically. That's so true. And oh my God. people were immediately like, yeah, that's her butt. Like, you know, like I would know it that is. butt anywhere. The uh, one and only. So I would know it from space. Like the back of my hands. Um, and it definitely was Kim. So like they were in each other's orbit in yeah. some way. Whether they were like actually, you know, talking or dating or have any interest in each other at mm-hmm. all remains. We don't know. Yeah. Um, however, some other people, Daily Mail is now saying that Tom Brady actually got cozy, quote, with mm-hmm. Emily Ratajkowski at this party. Wow. Um, wow. Insiders, huge quotes, grain of salt, claim they were together most of the night. I was like, well, not in this picture with Kim. Yeah, uh, unless exactly. she's hiding behind Kim. Um, <laughs> she's which she probably could do. Uh, and sorry. Yeah, I don't well, know. She's a lot taller. She is a lot. That is true. Oh, she is a lot true. taller. Uh, I just like, and then the internet was like, well, he should go for Emrata. And then I was like feeling weirdly defensive of Kim. And I was like, I know um, she's um, extremely Kim successful businesswoman. She's a cat. She's looking great. Like, then I was like, uh, this makes way more sense actually for him to date Kim. Uh, so yeah, it does. I, I was like, why am I, why am I suddenly feeling like defensive I of Kim feel Kardashian? like this is a rumor that Tom Brady's camp would spread <gasps> about I him and Emrata. To make him seem in demand. 
You're yes, so right. Exactly. You're so because right. He wants to show Giselle, who's off gallivanting with her hot jujitsu yeah. <laughs> in Costa Rica. Not and he wants that. to be like, see, see Giselle. And Rod is women. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The most eligible bachelorette. I, I just hate Tom community. Brady. So me too. <laughs> I'm annoyed by this as well. Uh, but I, then I was like, um, now excuse you, it's Kim. So now I'm yeah. like, I'm like really invested in that now. Yeah. Well, I, I think I read in a Vogue piece that like, I guess Kim's looking at buying property at this like exclusive like Bahamas place where like oh. Tom Brady already owns property. Mm. And so they were like talking about that. Talking yeah. real estate. Sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Listen, <laughs> whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Uh, okay. So who is the best hang at this party? You're at this party. Who are you trying to hang out with, talk to, etc.? I mean, I, I would at least go up to Beyonce and Jay-Z and be like, hi, <laughs> and then probably yeah. get escorted away by security. But <laughs> right. I would try. But um, you kind of have to. You kind of have to. Also, the, the fact that Haley and Kendall were here, I know Justin was there too, but like maybe somehow like get into the, and ask about the whole Selena Gomez thing because they're mean Ooh, girls. Mm-hmm. They'll like tell the mean me. Girl you know? yeah. yeah, exactly. I love some mean girl gossip. Yeah. Wow. I honestly feel like it would... I would want to hang out with like Emrata just because like I feel like That's she gets a, a lot of good gossip. She's I think you're like, right. You know, she's out and about. I would ask her about what it was like to make out with Harry Styles. Yes. Um, Honestly, I feel like she is a good hang. I think she's yeah, probably fun I, at the I party. think she is too. Yeah. It sounds like, see, it seems like she's fun at parties. It seems like she's like, she portends to be a girl's girl. So I feel like she'd be like, right. hey girl, like, you know, she would gossip with me. Like drunk girl in the bathroom vibes? Yes. She would like yes. tell you her exactly. dress is amazing? Exactly. Yeah, I actually do think she would be fun to hang out with, which is probably yeah. hypocritical of me because I just made fun of her. But, but uh, you different know context. <laughs> different context. I, yes. I do kind of want to hang out with her at a party. I will say, uh, I would choose to sit in a corner with Ben Affleck and just like recharge our introvert wow. batteries. You know, like after this I talk to Emrata in the bathroom, I'd be like, okay, uh-huh. like I need to, I need to go like be like, by myself for a second and like find a little corner and Ben's just like sitting oh. there staring into space. Like when will JLo let me leave? Yeah. That I think is yeah. like, that's the vibe for like hour three of the party. Mm-hmm. I think. I love that. I wish we could have gotten like a Ben Affleck paparazzi pic of him like staring into space like you know he was staring into space in a corner (laughs) at some point in this party and I'm like I'll just come sit by you and keep you silent company buddy Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I'm ready to go home too (laughs) uh speaking of that because I guess you could you could I guess consider him a worst hang not compared to some of these though who is the worst Mm. hang at this party who are you like not who are you trying not to get like cornered by Listen, I I was looking at these pictures and there was this one photograph that stood out to me. It's fucking James Corden with like this just smarmiest little cheesy grin on his face with Kevin Hart. And I was like, imagine, just imagine getting like nightmare nightmare conversation. Yeah, exactly. I I like it sent shivers down my spine. And of course, I'm I'm never gonna be invited to this party yet. Seeing them together was just like I got this, this is a thought experiment. Reaction. Yeah, exactly. Also, yeah. if you zoom in, he has pink elephants on his shirt, which seems like Kick you know, a white what? party faux pas. <laughs> you had one job, and it's to wear white. Bye. Exactly. That that is not white. That is pink. get out of here. Like, how hard yeah. is it to find a white button down, James? Corden? <laughs> I do kind of feel like James Corden is the answer here. We didn't even include him on our notable guest list. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> just because, like, point. you know, everything you've heard too. It's like you know he's has a bad hang. Exactly. Um, I agree. I think Justin and Haley Bieber would probably not be that fun. Like, I feel like they're like the kind of couple <laughs> who would fight, like fight in front of you. Or, 
like sit yeah. next to each other in like stony silence and be on their phones. Yeah. Like you could, you would like really be able to tell they got into a fight like 15 minutes before coming. And in now the limo. they're just like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Hey guys. And they're like, yeah, yeah. They're giving nothing. I think they're my pick as worst hang. Like, I just don't even know what we would talk about. Like, they're just not even going to try. No, you know? no. Why would they? No. Why would they? Yeah. They're yeah. my, they're my pick, I think, as just like dual worst hang. I think Haley, if you take her away from Justin, she, again, Could the mean fun. girl gossip has potential. Yeah, pair but her I think with together, Kendall. if you're with them together, it's bad. Yeah. 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 They're not talking to you. They're not no. even trying to make small talk. No. <laughs> I was going to say second runner up is the D'Amelio sisters, but honestly, I don't know. I think they could nah. be okay. They're fine. Whatever. They, yeah. Again, like drunk girl in the bathroom. They could like yeah. tell you that your hair looks good. Uh, and true. then I was, as I was scrolling, I had written these down. I was taking notes and then I was scrolling through more photos and then this photo popped up of freaking Jonathan Chibod, food God. And food I was like, God. Oh, how nope, did he get it. an invite? How? Kim, probably Kim. Oh, my God. Uh, he is the worst. But also <laughs> I would be fascinated. I would like, I don't know. I do. I like, I just need him for science. I would like want to talk to him for like three minutes. How'd you manage to hang on this long? Just like what? (laughs) Tell me. And like, I have questions about like food. God, like the food. God branding. Uh, I don't know. He would be bad. He would be really bad. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I can see that. Uh, A lot of tough hangs here. Let's be honest. This party does not seem like the best time. Yeah. Um, and like Jay-Z and Beyonce are probably yeah. sitting off in like a cordoned area and like right. they have like people go and grab people and like I'd like to talk to this person right, right now and then they're, they're like, like All right. fetch me Tom Brady <laughs> like yeah. people bring him over uh, yeah uh, as she should all right hypothetically you've crashed this party you're a fan you're in white cosplay and wow. you have three minutes to get a photo with any of the people here who are you taking a selfie with before they realize that you're not invited Benefer, a hundred percent. Benefer. I'm beelining to Benefer always. Benefer, Benefer, Benefer. Yeah. That's the answer. Absolutely. Also, I love that. Um, it looks like Violet Affleck was like forced to go. She. <laughs> I feel like her and Ben are probably like, all right, they're in the yeah. corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and she was we wearing. A, she was the only person wearing a mask. Oh yeah. wow! Props to her. Wow. Seriously. Her. Responsible. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I think I have to take a picture with Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah. Like yeah, I totally. So. Yeah, if I can run past, like get past security in like thirty seconds, then just take a bit, <laughs> carry me out. That's it. Then you're That's tackled all I want. to the ground. Like, your phone used is to it. You know, like yeah. I don't know. It's fine. I don't need them to like me. Whatever. Yeah. This party seems like kind of a bummer. Like I appreciate it as a celebrity yeah. event. I wish it sure. was more. I guess a little bit more like paparazzi so we could see more i know uh i know the but, only thing like he released basically like this like a minute and a half long like youtube video right um that was kind of just like i don't know like a promo video for mm-hmm. this party and it looked fun in the youtube video but that's really funny i the want a little bit of editing. i want something more real you know yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. unfiltered um all right let's finish up with some unanswerable <laughs> questions i have a question about kim kardashian's poolside snacks <laughs> Now, we've talked about a lot of weird food on this podcast. And I want to say for the record, this is not that weird. But the more you look at it, the weirder it gets. So Kim, on her Instagram, posted a picture of hummus and veggies next to the pool. And she said, new snack obsession, hummus and veggies. And at Coleman Spildy on Twitter, just quotes you did and said, this is so funny. And I was the first (laughs) I was looking at and I was like, is it so funny? And then the more I looked at it, I was like, you know what? This is funny. Because first of all, it's like, did you just discover... Hummus and veggies. Yes. Since the like, dawn of man. Sometimes the thing about Kim <laughs> like, Kardashian 
is like, it's like, are you an alien? Right. <laughs> like, I know. What are, I'm like, since the dawn of man, women in California have been eating hummus and veggies. It's not, it's not like she's in, I don't know. Maybe if you were like in Indiana and you were raised on mac and cheese, you sure. could come to LA and discover hummus and veggies and be like, ooh, I don't know about these chickpea things. Like that's what my dad would do. He like had to come around on hummus. But I'm like, funny. you're Kim Kardashian, first of all. Yeah, like how have you not been eating this for like, like years and years? Exactly. Especially if you're like a vegan, she claims to be a vegan. Right. She's like, not, come she's on. Not a vegan. Uh, second of all, there's like a real film on the hummus where it like looks like it's been <laughs> open in a fridge for a long time. Yeah. And then, <laughs> sorry. So like not appetizing hummus, like right. really like hard on the top. Uh, and then the bowl of veggies is the weirdest thing. Like, okay, you're by yes, the pool. You want to keep your snacks cold, but it's a bowl of ice. And then there, the carrots and the celery are like sort of on top, sort of stuck into it weirdly cut like somebody yeah. in the comments was like these are not load-bearing carrots these are the wrong <laughs> kind of veggies for hummus the I, there's way too much ice they are like there are holes in the ice where like clearly it's melted and they had to like chisel right. out the carrots yes and i just like they're frozen oh, wow. they're going to be frozen that. if they're in this ice right. like you don't want frozen celery i don't i just seems like a terrible execution for her new snack obsession that she just discovered <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like, did Kendall Jenner cut these veggies right. up for you? Like, they're really bad. And it's also oh like, God. it's just so non-photogenic. Like, if you're going to do it for the pick, like, uh, you have to fix this veggie situation. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's weird. bad. Uh, Kendall Jenner. Basically, <laughs> this just leads me, My unanswerable question is just like, first of all, just like, Ooh. what's going on? Second of all, uh-huh. what are the best slash worst poolside snacks? I'm going on vacation next week. Ooh. Like, what... Like, this clearly is not, I'm not going to be recreating this, but like, what is your go-to poolside snack? And what is like, like, this is not a good poolside snack. This is too much stuff, too much to go wrong. Too much ice. Too much ice. The ice is immediately melting. Those carrots are swimming in a bath of water. Exactly. So like, what, what's your go-to? What should I be doing instead? Any recommendations? I mean, I just like chips. Yeah. Yeah. Chips. Maybe like, maybe chips are hard. Because yeah. I just feel like they get gross so quickly. Yeah, so close to water. There's a lot yeah, of like sunscreen like flying heat. around. Yeah. yeah. And it's like they're immediately just, just going to get a little bit warm and like kind of mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. So like maybe like a classic potato chip or like a well-seasoned chip that doesn't like nice. need a dip. Ooh, a well-seasoned chip. Love that. <laughs> I think my strategy, and this is my own personal invention. Uh, I like to do the snack cup. Where like you take a red solo cup of some sort and you Ooh. layer it. So like from the snack cabinet on the bottom, you put the sweet snack because that's going to be the last thing you eat. So like a couple Oreos or okay. something. Next level, you do like your Cheez-Its, your potato chips, you maybe your goldfish, a savory okay. situation. And then okay. up top, maybe like a couple cherries, maybe okay. like, mm. you know, a clementine. Oh, uh, clementines Maybe are good. a different kind of savory snack. So then you you have it. It's portable. It's in one container and you're working your way down like through it. the poolside food groups uh, and you end with the <laughs> I bottom. I love that. That's innovative. Thing. That is Thank innovative. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, open to, I'm open to suggestions. I actually would like to eat hummus by the pool, but I just don't know. I don't know if there's a I don't solid know if way to do it. I know this isn't. This, photo. this isn't also, it though. It's just like, don't post food pics on the internet unless you're like it's really, so really confident. Right. People, and like you have a chef, so there's no excuse for this to look as bad as no, it does. It's yeah. so true. Like you did not prepare this. Point. So uh, <laughs> I need it to be at least aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Um, all right. We probably went too long on that. Amelia, what's your unanswerable question? Okay. 
I'm going to ask. Okay. So the <laughs> FBI Washington field tweeted out this photo on July 10th oh my God. of um, it's like in the Taylor Swift's font speak now. And the photo says, or it's a graphic. It says, do you have a tip about a federal crime? And then it's like, you know, the Taylor's version. Well, it's like one, terrorism, FBI's version, two, cybercrime, oh FBI's version. And it goes down a list of all the different crimes. And so they're using Taylor Swift to ha- ask you to report a federal c- crime. And I'm just wondering, does this make you want to report a federal <laughs> crime now that the FBI Washington field is like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go with no help. on this okay. one. No, this, I'm okay. sorry to the FBI okay. agent that's probably listening to this podcast right <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> sorry to I our just, personally government assigned FBI, FBI agent. Um, yeah. Brands have gone too far. And <laughs> this, makes, far. this makes the Duolingo bird look normal. Uh, that's oh, yeah, true. That's, what I that's true. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I would love to hear like the pitch for this. Like the one Swifty who like yeah. works for the FBI being right. like, hear me out. Yeah. This is going to yeah. go over great. Do we think Swifties are going to report federal crimes now just because they're like, Uh, wow, (laughs) solidarity with the FBI? I'm going to say no, but maybe. But maybe. Some people in that fan base. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's true. Honestly, of all the fan bases, maybe. That's a great point. That's a great Uh, point. Okay. All right, Kai, finish it off. (laughs) Bringing it on home, swinging it back to Barbie. Woo! What has been your favorite Barbie red carpet look? And this can be anyone. This isn't, it's not limited to Margot Robbie. This could be Margot Robbie. This could be Ryan Gosling. This could be Issa Rae. Could be Dua Lipa. Could be the Duolingo bird. Um, <laughs> could it be? Could it so be the Duolingo choices. bird? Uh, I will say that I have loved Margot Robbie. Just be also yeah. because like, yeah. again, uh, in she the words of the, the internet. And like, she, she has, again, like such acute servophobia in past <laughs> premieres, as the internet loves to say. So like, uh, it just was like much needed. Like she needed to... to to really sell this. And she has. Uh, and so yeah. I love that. I mean, she's crushing it. I love the cosplay. I w- want to shout out. Oh, I should have pronounced this name before his podcast. Um, he's the new Doctor Who. He's from Sex Education. I want to oh, say. yeah. In Kutigatwa. I, I feel like that's right. Apologies if that's wrong. He that showed up right. with Emma Mackey, who is his uh, oh, yeah, co-star in Sex Education. They're both in this movie. And he's got these spangled uh, like mini shorts on with Ooh, like a sort of like that. white cutout shirt with like a cape situation. Ooh. Like mm. diamond necklace. I will say I okay. the black shoes with this. I was like, you got to give us like some go-go boots or something. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, also like, who's looking at the shoes? Uh, yeah, he that's is, true. It looks amazing. So <laughs> I true. just love that they're like, besties and hanging out and I know. crushing it on the carpet. It's so cute. So good. Amelia, uh, Amelia thoughts. I mean, yeah, I love that. I think again, you know, Margot Robbie, I just great cosplay going on here. Mm, and yeah. Like you guys were saying, you know, she really had this strong commitment to never serving, but now I think it's come <laughs> back around. Which, I know. God, She's really goodness. like pushed through. Like even I honestly feel like even at the beginning of the Barbie press tour, like some of the looks is like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I wasn't and impressed I like, at first either. Yeah. I feel really like she's had a breakthrough in recent mm-hmm. weeks. And now I'm just like, wow. Like, yeah, and I think my favorite has been the London one where she was the enchanted evening. Barbie. I was just looking at that. Yep. With it the looks fur. really good. Like, yep. The fur, the long gloves. Yes. Yes. Really good. Really yeah. over the top, which is what you want. 
I'm just um, loving the attention to detail too. Yes. Like I yes. liked when yes. she did the um, world premiere. She had the like the little handkerchief that mm-hmm. like the Barbie also had. So good. Um, and then I think also Dula Dua Lipa is just looking incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did wear the naked dress that everyone turned into a meme. Uh, <laughs> sort of the first time around, and then she has kind of this like Versace, like uh, sort of Lisa Frank vibes uh, for yeah. the second appearance, Love which I that. also really loved. So. I mean, she can kind of pull off anything, much like I know. her counterpart, Duolingo. Yeah. Uh, they're just together, <laughs> exactly. I guess. They're just exactly. taking, like taking no prisoners. Bird. <laughs> that uh, damn bird. On the fashion front. <laughs> but yeah, Barbie, honestly, the, the fashion has not disappointed. Like no yeah. opportunities missed here, for sure. None. So, it's really what, funny more comparing... Week, right? the Barbie stuff to like Oppenheimer and then you go look at like the Oppenheimer <laughs> press pics and it's just like <laughs> like Killian Murphy just like came from his house <laughs> yeah he's like he's like I guess I have to do this uh, honestly like the best thing for Oppenheimer has been getting like memed together and yes, double featured absolutely, with this. absolutely. Uh, so very exciting big picture is covering both movies a lot next week they're doing a Barbenheimer pod they're doing deep dives on both <laughs> So if you want to, I guess, get into more of the movie side of things, you can listen to them. But go listen to... Why would you want to hear actual movie analysis? (laughs) Awful. Hate when that happens. Listen to Kaya's Speak Now. Yes. uh, ESA first. Thank you. Then listen to the Kelly Clarkson album. Then listen to Big Picture on Barbie and Oppenheimer. And then uh, listen to Tea Time next week. I'll be gone, but you guys will be back. Liz will be back. Uh, We're just swapping in and out uh, for a couple weeks here. (laughs) Mixing it up. That's Uh, true. Yes. Thank you to uh, Kaya for pulling double duty producing time and filling in this week thank you all for listening I'm Kate Hallowell I'm Kaya McMullen and I'm Amelia Wedemeyer <laughs>